Are you wondering about the ins and outs of typography and wanting to learn how to choose brand fonts yourself? I'm going to teach you what you need to know to successfully pair fonts together in a way that looks good and gets attention as if a pro did it for you. Of course, you might want and appreciate the help of a designer, but the information I'm going to talk about here is for anyone that has a brand, is starting a brand, or wants to rebrand. With a little knowledge, you actually can choose brand fonts all on your own. P.S. This is also a great guide for graphic designers that are wondering what a good process is to help their clients choose brand fonts. Grab your coffee and your favorite way to take notes, and let's go through this together workshop style. Welcome to the Design with Clarissa podcast, the show for creative businesses that talks all things branding and graphic design. I'm Clarissa, a graphic designer and brand expert with just over 11 years of experience in the industry, both corporately and on my own. I'm also a wife and a mom, and I've written and illustrated a children's book. I'm excited to get to the heart of branding and design, something that I love to do and help you out along the way. By the way, I know I've talked about this before, but grab your free style guide cheat sheet. It's linked in the description and it walks you through adding your brand typography to your style guide, which is something that you might want to know when you're done here. So we're gonna talk all about typography. In order to learn how to pick your own brand fonts, there are a few things that you should know about it first. I personally love this kind of stuff, but I know it's not everyone's thing, so I promise I'll just give you what you absolutely need to know in order to pair your brand fonts well. There are a few main categories of typography. Serif, sans serif, script or handwriting, monospace, and display. I have a blog post up that also goes with this podcast episode and in it I show many different examples of the things that I'm going to talk about here so it's a great companion to this episode and I'll link that in the description. To keep it short and sweet we'll just focus on the first three that I mentioned. Serif, sans serif, and script. Serif fonts can be used for body copy, copy headings, and in your logo design. These types of fonts can be designated as your primary or secondary font. Sans serif fonts are used for copy headings, body copy, and your call to action items. These types of fonts can be used in your logo design as well and designated as your primary or secondary brand font. Script or handwriting fonts can be used in your logo design, headings, or what I really like to use them for, your call out font. These are things that you want to point out, like if an item is on sale on your website or you want to direct attention to a big statement you're trying to to make. Besides the different type of typography, there are several different styles that might be available within your font choices. So if you're using Helvetica regular versus Helvetica bold or italic and so on. These are variations within the font family and you don't necessarily have to use all of them for your brand. Using different styles of your typography gives you freedom to make your messaging more interesting and call out certain words or make statements while still keeping consistent with your branding by using your brand's fonts. So how do you actually pair fonts? You may not be a designer, but there are cues that you can pick up on that can help you figure out what types of fonts naturally pair well together. Using the basics that we just talked about, I'll teach you some trade secrets on how I pair them, what goes well together, what doesn't, and exceptions to these rules. First, you're going to want to watch out for the weight of your favorite fonts. Do they look 
thin or thick or somewhere in between. If you pick a thick weighted font as one of your choices, try to make your next choice a thinner font. This will not only be appealing to the eye, but give you variety to work with when it comes to your brand typography. When you put two different font styles together that are both thick weighted, they can look not so aesthetically pleasing and your eye doesn't know what to focus on first. Of course, this can be subjective and it does depend on what exactly the fonts are being used for, but for the purposes of choosing typography for your brand package, stick with trying to pair thin and thick weighted fonts together. Again, I put some examples in the corresponding blog post to this episode so check it out in the description. One more thing to take note of when pairing brand fonts is the different types of typography that we already talked about. You just wanna make sure that not only are you using thin and thick weighted fonts, but you wanna make sure that you're choosing two different types of fonts like serif and sans serif. This isn't always the case depending on how each specific font looks, but generally speaking, you'll want to pair a serif with a sans serif or a sans serif with a script, or a script with a serif so that there is variety. Before we start on the five steps, I also want to address the fact that there could be a few places that you're starting from right now. A, you're just starting out, so you don't have a logo or fonts chosen yet, but you're looking to get this done. If this is you, it's a great place to start. You'll work with your designer to choose typography that will be used in both your logo and other elements across your brand, like your website and ads and social media to keep things consistent. Or B, you do have a logo, but you need to find fonts that work with it because it was custom made by a calligrapher or hand letterer. If this is you, you're probably on the lookout for fonts that pair well with the logo that you already have and love. This is a great place to be as well. And C, you don't know what fonts were used in your logo and you need to find some that pair well with what you have because you love it. <laughs> this is not a terrible place to be. It just might be a bit harder than the other two options because you kind of already have fonts within your logo chosen. So matching or pairing fonts to them might just be a tad bit harder, but it can be done. So don't worry. Now that we have that out of the way, we're ready to get into the five steps I take when helping my clients choose their brand fonts. Step one, use three words. And here's what I mean. Pull from your brand messaging. It's very similar to how you choose colors for your brand. You want your brand font choices to match the messaging, the brand voice, and ultimately the feelings that you want your brand to convey to your audience when they walk away from interacting with you in any way. You can start by gathering up your vision and values and tagline, all the messaging that you have for your brand currently. If you don't have anything right now, that's totally fine. Just answer this simple question. What do you want your customers to feel when they've encountered your product or service or have worked with you in any way? Pick three words that describe what your brand is. Not physically what you do or sell, but the feeling that you want your client or customer to have, such as upbeat, joyful, or supported. Use your three words and brand messaging as guidelines for picking fonts that you think portray what you're trying to get across to your audience. On to step two. Get inspired. Using the ins and outs of typography that you just learned, along with your three words, get ready to gather inspiration for your brand font choices. Create a Pinterest board or just open a document and paste links to fonts that you love. Screenshot images if you need to, put them in your document next to the corresponding link or add them to a folder on your computer so that you can review later. Try to grab six to 10 fonts that you think you absolutely love and might go well together. 
Step three, play around. After you've gathered plenty of inspiration, use Google Docs or your preferred document app to play around. Put some fonts next to each other and then hit enter to create a few spaces and put a few more together and repeat. This is really the fun part where you get to make typography pairings and see how they look. If you need a little extra visual, I put a walkthrough video in the blog post linked in the description of this episode. As you work on your own pairings and play around, do you see any that you absolutely love? or any that you're not a fan of. Make note, keep your favorites, and let's keep going. Step four, choose your brand typography. Now you're going to actually make a choice and decide. Look back at your messaging, your three words, what you gathered for inspiration, and make some choices. Narrow down your top pick down to your top three, making sure that your choices pair well together by including a variety like one sans serif, one serif, and one script font, and also making note of the weight of them and making sure that you don't have two thick-weighted fonts that are very similar because you want to include a variety. Again, this isn't a hard and fast rule, but it's a good place to start, especially if you're new to this. Choose the fonts that convey the message you want your brand to get across to your ideal audience, and of course, Choose fonts that you're excited about. Step five, assign your brand font categories. If you're in this step, congratulations. That means you've picked your three brand fonts and now all that's left to do is to assign each a category. Primary font, secondary font, and callout font. This is an important step because it tells you what font to use and what instance and it overall contributes to your brand aesthetic and brand consistency and I'm going to talk more about that in the future. Your primary font is what will be used the most in your brand. It's going to most likely be your body copy and used in some headings. This can be a sans serif or a serif font. Your secondary font is going to be what you use some of the time like in headings and buttons on your website and for your call to actions. Remember what a call to action is? We talked about that in the last episode. Your secondary font is usually a sans serif but can also be a serif font. And finally, your call out font. There are other names for this but this is the font that in my opinion is mainly used to point things out or call them out. Like if you have a product on sale or want to make a certain point about something on a freebie. I've also seen call out fonts used to create visual interest such as using it as a design element for certain words. Callout fonts are used more sparingly compared to your primary and secondary fonts because they are meant to catch your eye. If you use it too much, it just loses its luster. Another side note, your callout font is not to be confused with your call to action. A call to action is when you're asking someone to do something, make an actionable choice like download my freebie or buy now. Your CTA is usually a certain color and the font is usually your secondary font. I talked about this in detail before in the last episode if you're interested. However, your callout font is more of just a, hey, look at this right here. It's a marker for something on sale or a quote or a bold statement you're making. Not every brand has a callout font and I wouldn't say it's necessary to have this category filled in order to move forward with your brand, but a well-rounded brand will have this as a typography category choice in their brand guide. That's it. These are my five steps. They're simple, they're straightforward, and it's what I personally do every time I'm starting a brand and they're easy steps that you can take for yourself. So to wrap it up, one more thing I want to say is that if you're needing a new brand package or a redesign, prepping for your designer is a game changer and you can use these tips to do so. If a client came to me and had done this work previously by implementing the strategies we talked about and had a list of fonts, 
they'd love to see used in their branding, it would be a no-brainer to work with them. If they went a step further and also used my tips to figure out their color palette or at least a number of colors that I could work with to help them choose their palette, it would be amazing. Of course, a true designer can and should be able to pick these things for you, and most of the time we do, but doing your homework on some of these things beforehand, first of all, helps you get to know you and your brand better, your likes and dislikes, and even what your audience expects. And second, it helps us as the designer get to know you and your vision better. It helps us to know how we can better serve and guide you in this whole branding process. Is it absolutely necessary? No, more than likely you're gonna go through this with your designer, but it is very helpful. Is it what you pay your designer to do? Well, yeah. But in the end, they're still going to need your input and okay to keep moving forward with their ideas for your brand. All I'm saying is this process totally gives you brownie points if you come to a designer having done your research beforehand, whether you're wanting a custom or semi-custom branding package. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Design with Clarissa podcast. If you want to know more about choosing your brand colors, I've got you covered there too. Just go back to my last episode about brand color confidence. Don't forget to subscribe to my newsletter. I'm going to be launching my new shop soon and my newsletter fam will be the first to know. So go sign up now. If you have any questions or want to know more about brand fonts or branding or graphic design, reach out or message me on Instagram at design with Clarissa. All the resources are linked in the description. So please check those out and have fun picking your brand fonts.